Hello, and welcome to Let's Meet the Virologists, a podcast about the people behind today's virology headlines, people working to understand viruses and how they affect you. With the annual American Society for Virology meeting coming up soon, we are talking with students, postdocs, and other virologists presenting at the meeting so that you can learn who they are and what they do. I am Larissa Thackeray, and I am hosting this podcast from America's Heartland in St. Louis, Missouri. On June 20th, 2023, we talked with Mark Paul Zelda Riveras, a postdoctoral researcher in the Rasmussen Lab at North Carolina State University. He received his bachelor's and master's of science from the University of the Philippines, Los Banos, in the Philippines. He obtained his PhD in virology, ecology, and evolution at the National Institute of Biology in Slovenia. He is studying the genomic epidemiology of plant viruses. So uh, thanks for talking with us uh, today. Uh, Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, thank you very much for your invitation, Larissa. I am Mark Paul uh, Zelda Rivares, or you can call me Paul for short. And I'm currently a postdoc researcher here at the Phylodynamics Research Group at North Carolina State University with uh, David Rasmussen as my principal investigator. Great. And can you tell us how you first became interested in science and then virology? Uh, So I was born in the Philippines and the Philippines uh, is largely agricultural. So I'm surrounded by all forms of uh, plants, animals, and so on. But uh, so my interest was always with plants since my younger years. I initially took up an engineering course in college, so it was not uh, uh, a good start, I guess. But I realized third way through that course that I'd like to focus on my original interest, which is plants. When I transferred to to a biotechnology program, I was exposed to plants, animals, and microbes and viruses. And then I realized I could easily understand the nature of microbes and viruses. So I combined my passion in both plants and microbes and specialized in plant pathology. I did my undergrad research back then at the virology group of the International Rice Research Institute. And from then on, I was stuck studying plants, pathogens and viruses. Okay, great. And then can you describe to us a little bit sort of like the path that you followed to get to where you are today? How did you choose your graduate lab? How did you choose your postdoctoral lab? What was involved in that? Well, for me, uh, postgraduate study is also not linear, I would say, because I did took up a master's program in plant pathology. But during that time, I did not study viruses. I focused on bacteria and fungi, and after that successful master's, uh, while working at the same time as an instructor, I decided to venture on to graduate studies abroad, wherein I decided to go back to my previous passion for viruses. So I I first did a pre-doctoral research at the Evolutionary Systems Virology Group of Santiago Elena at Valencia in Spain. And shortly after, I joined the National Institute of Biology in Slovenia for my PhD under a Mercury program. So that program, uh, I focused on uh, virus discovery, characterization, and also some uh, bits of its evolution and ecology. So I finished my PhD in Slovenia just recently, actually, um, in September 2022, 
after that, um, I should uh, say that probably the pandemic helped in finishing my degree because it was a good time to start studying viruses. So, uh, but then I, uh, after my PhD, I tried to expand some more and visited uh, labs of uh, Thierry Candresse, for example, in Bordeaux, France, and Miguel Aranda's group at Sebas in Murcia, Spain. So I kind of took advantage of the pandemic, if we might say it that way. So uh, yeah, it's not linear by, uh, by itself. So uh, I, I tried to explore uh, bits of aspects of plant pathology, but then uh, started to focus on virology. And now I'm focusing on uh, evolution and phylogenetics of viruses here at North Carolina State University. Okay, great. And can you then tell us a little bit about that research? What are some of the big questions, I guess, that you're trying to address? And then maybe what are some of the tools that you use to address those questions? That's actually a, a interesting question to answer because um, in, in virology or in bioinformatics, we, we, are, we are now um, privileged to have all sorts of tools that we can use to study viruses. So, uh, Specifically, so I went back to the Philippines right after my PhD. Uh, I stayed there for a few months, wherein we did some virome studies. We uh, did sampling of banana, abaca, and weeds surrounding these banana and abaca plantations to uncover the diversity and uh, and uh, presence or absence or distribution of uh, some bunched up viruses. So with the data that we gathered, we used multivariate and machine learning and diversity and phylogenetic analysis too. So we combined all these tools to deduce risks associated with the emergence of banana bunchetop virus and abaca bunchetop virus. So yeah, we are actually uh, kind of pioneering this particular uh, approach wherein we use species distribution modeling to uh, deduce the risks of emergence of some plant viruses. Actually, this research, we will, we will present this as a poster at the ASD conference. So uh, please check it out. It's in workshop six. And uh, our flash talk is happening on Saturday and uh, Sunday for the posters. Um, yeah, and then uh, after that research in, in the Philippines, I started my postdoc here in the US and here in the U.S., we are particularly dealing with a specific virus, um, tomato spotted wilt or virus. We aim to sequence um, genomes of this virus that uh, you know that are present in some isolates across or around uh, North Carolina. We are also employing small RNA sequencing, so to examine the dynamics of uh, TSWV. That's the short name for the virus, how it interacts with weed plants and to gain better insights associated with host tolerance to this virus. And yeah, we are hoping that with, with our um, epidemiological and phylogenetic studies and also some host interactions where we use sequencing as the main tool, we can deduce some um, uh, information that will help in uh, developing soon uh, TSWB resistant crops. And yeah, uh, I am also especially keen on continuing my research on virus discovery, characterization, uh, and so on. So that's what, what I did for my PhD. And I'm still continuing that with some of my colleagues from Europe and also in the Philippines. 
yeah that, that those are my tools uh, that we use and some of the the advocacy that i i do actually so i want to foster the networks that i built in europe and also to bring up the research that i the research experience that i had in europe and in in the us to bring that to the philippines somehow and when you say um you're looking at um uh, or predicting, as it were, risks of emergence. Are you using that, um, like, uh, sequencing of various properties in the genome, or is it more um, like ecological distribution? Um, what What are you talking about there? Well, actually, you are right on those on those particular aspects. So we are using both ecological uh, aspects of the presence or absence of the virus and the host and the vectors. Uh, that's what we're doing with our research in, back in the Philippines. So we are all, we are considering different bioclimatic conditions, the soil type, the weather, seasonal variability in temperature and so on that, you know, can predict where will the, the virus be. So that's one. And we, in here in the U.S., we are using signatures in the genome of the virus. So that, with that which we can track actually when we do uh, analyze them uh, in the, with the tools that are available right now. Cool. So, and then I guess to follow up then, what is your um, future plans? Where do you see yourself in like five, 10 years? What do you want to be doing? Yeah, I would like to develop a career actually focusing on virome and also microbiome actually research uh, in the context of agroecosystems and uh, extending that to the environment. And my first choice is to stay in academia for sure, but I am also open to transitioning in the industry or some uh, national laboratories. So yeah, th those are some of the, the plans that I have. Well, in, in, in a frame of five to 10 years, I see myself lead a research group. Um, that's the first choice, but still open for some other opportunities that may come. And I'm always uh, enthusiastic in, uh, or keen in uh, training the next generation of scientists. And I want to somehow disseminate my passion to them and also help uplift uh, research in the Philippines where I came from. And yeah, I'm, I'm also into promoting science and I don't understand that uh, it's really important for us to disseminate our work, not just publishing, you know, but also in disseminating in conferences like the upcoming ASV. Okay. And can you tell us a little bit about um, the research system in the Philippines? Yeah. Uh, in the Philippines, it, it is actually modeled uh, after the U.S., if I would say. It's very much alike. There are funding agencies that give out funds, manage these funds, you know, uh, but they don't do research. That's, I think, the difference. Here in the U.S., the NIH can also do their own research. Right. And also give out some funds. But in the Philippines, there are institutions or offices that just uh, manages the funds that are given out to universities, to research institutes, and so on. And uh, in terms of um, money available, there are not so much available, I would say, because uh, Philippines is still a developing country. We don't have that much money for research. But... Uh, I think the first thing to do is to encourage people to do research because most of my friends or colleagues back then, they, they actually fear writing or <laughs> developing proposals. Uh, that's what I want to encourage them to do. And if we have active 
uh, research going on or highly enthusiastic researchers that are there. For sure, the government will will give them the money that they need and also to encourage uh, uh, further studies and trainings and so on. And do you see that there is a role um, or I guess an emerging role of climate change in sort of the modeling that you're doing? Well, I do, I do guess it's the current trend in uh, uh, climate and uh, especially temperature. I would specify that Th- that is that's actually influencing how um, the vectors uh, grow and um, spread uh, in the agroecosystem. And also, it also affects the uh, the growth of the host. And these two factors greatly affects how the virus is present or being spread in the agroecosystem, I would say. As a general rule, the rising temperature somehow aggravates the presence of the vectors, uh, meaning it, it does promote the presence of the vector. And with that, um, the virus spread quite uh, rapidly. And of course, infection spread with the spread of the vectors. Right. And the vectors in these cases are what kind of insects? For the virus that we study in the Philippines, the vector are aphids. And for the virus that we study here in North Carolina, the vectors are trip species. Um, and then I sort of forgot to ask you about this. What is your background? Uh, I guess f- for my part, I'm always exposed to education in general. My parents are both uh, teachers, elementary school teachers. That's probably one aspect that encouraged me into science because they uh, portrayed to me the passion for learning. And they also bought me a lot of books when I was a child. <laughs> that encouraged me so much into learning in general. And growing up uh, with a grandparents into agriculture, that also helped me a lot going into the field of agriculture and plants and so on. And yeah, in, in our backyard, actually, we grow our own vegetables back then, and we also uh, farm our own fish and so on. So, so all these uh, influences that surrounding me from the early childhood brought me to what I am today. Cool. Well, thanks so much for talking with us today, and we look forward to hearing about your research at ASV. Well, thank you very much. This has been Let's Meet the Virologist, a podcast about people who study viruses. This is your host, Larissa Thackeray, and thanks for listening. You can find us on Google, Apple, Amazon Music, and other podcast providers, or at lmtv.podbean.com. <laughs>